Welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I am your host, David Valliere, and... uh, want to welcome you to our first podcast of 2023. Always an interesting time of year changing from one year to the next, but uh, welcome you to the podcast and welcome our good friend, Dr. Jeff Allen. Jeff, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you. So Jeff and I have been talking offline and today we want to talk about the Secures Act 2.0, the Secure Act 2.0, but wanted to kind of frame up some other conversations first as we have found that some folks actually get the CARES Act and SECURE Act confused. So wanted to tee that up this morning for you, Jeff, and maybe give a comparison to the CARES Act versus the SECURE Act 1.0, and then we'll dive into uh, what does 2.0 bring to the table, if you're okay with that. Great, and thank you. Yeah, there was a lot of confusion because the CARES Act and the SECURE Act 1.0 were passed at the same time in late 2019. The CARES Act was the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, which was the largest uh, government subsidy of the economy in all time to prevent the ravages of the uh, coronavirus uh, impact on the economy. The SECURE Act 1.0 was passed at just about the same time in late December of 2019, and that law provided for the extension of our required minimum distribution beginnings until age 72. It had been at 70 and a half prior to that. Most importantly, it created the 10-year RMD rule, which has created a great deal of confusion for advisors and clients. Prior to that, we had always used what was called the stretch IRA, where you could, uh, the beneficiary of your IRA accounts could be younger children, grandchildren, whatever, and the required minimum distributions would be based on their age. The new year, the new rule created the 10-year required minimum distribution rule. Whereas all the distributions from the account had to be out after 10 years. Also allowed annuities to be offered in 401ks and it reduced the amount of work hours required to participate in the plan to a thousand. So that was Secure Act 1.0. Got it. And and there's for listeners, we're gonna try and kind of tease this out today, but um, as always, we're gonna recommend that you reach out to your advisor on this. There's a lot of details, but Let's Jeff, let's dive into Secure Act 2.0. I know it's a $1.7 trillion package, but talk to our listeners about some of the features of this plan just on the on the uh sort of high level, and then we'll dive into each from there. Right. And I reinforce what you said. This is a very confusing, complex, and broad-ranging act. And so we're just going to do a general survey of all the changes. We realize that there'll be clarifications as um, these uh, rules come out based on all these changes. And so, again, I reinforce what David says, check with your financial advisor. We'll be keeping up to date on this and we'll be monitoring the changes as they uh, become better known. But so we're going to be talking about RMD changes, charitable contribution changes, 
retirement contribution changes, and then finally, changes primarily relevant to the younger population. Yeah, and I think that'll be interesting as we st- we talk a little bit about the student loan portion of this. But let's dive right into that and kind of start at the top of the order. You mentioned RMD changes. Let's start there, Jeff. Fill us in on what you know at this point with this act. Okay, great. So the, now you have the ability to wait. Beginning this year, 2023, the age at which retirement account owners must begin taking required minimum distributions increases to 73. And this will increase to 75 starting in 2033. Now, please note that this applies only to those who had not yet turned 72 as of year end 2022. If you turn 72 in 2022 or earlier, you will need to continue taking RMDs as scheduled. In addition, Roth accounts are now exempt beginning in 2024. Roth accounts in employer retirement plans will no longer be subject to RMD requirements. And a third point, penalties are reduced beginning this year, 2023. The penalty for not taking an RMD will decrease from 50% to 25% of the RMD amount not taken and to 10% in certain instances when the situation is rectified promptly. And then in annuities have now been aggregated. The uh, Secure Act 1.0 allowed annuities and retirement plans. Now starting this year in 2023, the portion of a retirement accounts with an annuity holding can be aggregated with the rest of the account for purposes of applying RMD rules, resulting in lower RMDs for some individuals who hold annuities in their retirement accounts. And finally, there's a more favorable rule for surviving spouses. Beginning in 2024, surviving spouses can be elected to be treated as their deceased spouse for purposes of RMD rules. So this would typically favor those who are older than their deceased spouse. Okay. So just to kind of, I'm processing all this as we're discussing, right? There are a lot of moving parts. You need to talk to your advisor as this rolls out. I think the probably the easiest provision on RMDs so far that you just outlined there, Jeff, is if you're already taking your RMDs, that doesn't change. <laughs> but if you haven't yet, you do have the ability to wait. So, um, okay. Good overview there. Let's talk charitable distributions. What changes are coming out with this act there? Okay, great. So qualified charitable distribution expansion starting this year, 2023, as part of their qualified charitable distribution limit, individuals age 70 and a half and older may make a one-time $50,000 distribution to charities through charitable gift annuities charitable remainder unit trusts and charitable remainder annuity trust. This amount counts towards your required minimum distribution if applicable. And in addition, the qualified charitable distribution uh, now have the ability to increase. Beginning this year, 2023, the annual IRA charitable distribution limit of $100,000 will be indexed for inflation, meaning it may increase every year based on cost of living adjustments. Some big changes there. Okay. So uh, not as many, but some potentially significant changes with the charitable distributions. Let's talk about, I know you mentioned retirement contributions. I think most listeners are going to pay attention on some level to this. What changes are we seeing with retirement contributions? 
Well, we're seeing now larger catch-up contributions. There are a couple changes to note here. First, beginning in 2025, retirement savers ages 60 to 63 will be allowed to contribute the greater of 10,000 a year or 50% more than the regular catch-up amount to their workplace plans. In 2023, the catch-up contribution limit for the broader population of those age 50 and older is $7,500. The increased amounts are indexed for inflation after 2025. Please note, however, that if you earn more than $145,000 during the prior year, all catch-up contributions will need to be made in after-tax dollars, which is primarily a Roth account. So this $145,000 income limit is a threshold that will impact many of our clients. Second, beginning in 2024, the current $1,000 catch-up contribution limit for IRAs will be indexed to inflation, meaning it may increase every year based on cost of living adjustments. And then Roth matches beginning this year, 2023, Employer-sponsored plans can provide plan participants the option to receive matching contributions on a Roth, that's after-tax, basis. Under previous law, matching in employer-sponsored plans was allowed only on a pre-tax basis. And then we have auto-enrollment starting in 2025 upon becoming eligible. Employers will automatically enroll eligible employees in employer-sponsored 401k and 403b plans. However, employees will be allowed to opt out of coverage. The initial automatic enrollment amount is at least 3%, but not more than 10%, automatically adjusting each year thereafter by 1% until reaching at least 10%, but not more than 15%. And then finally, lower penalties for excess contributions. Beginning this year, 2023, there will be a six-year statute of limitations on the annual excise tax applied to excise contributions made to IRAs in order to limit the penalties taxpayers, who are often unaware of the requirements, accumulate over time. In addition, the additional 10% tax that is currently charged on corrective distributions withdrawals made to re remove excess contributions and any associated earnings has been eliminated. Interesting. So the auto enrollment feature is, is pretty interesting there. Um, I'm just processing that as I'm thinking about, you know, obviously as we, as folks that are planning and helping people plan for retirement. We want them to contribute. It looks like the government is almost forcing that issue with this act, but it is nice that you do have some control and can opt out. Very interesting there on retirement contributions. I know we're going to be digging into that quite a bit deeper as more of this rolls out. Now, the other thing you mentioned, and there was some, you know, wrinkles in, in, in the previous CARES Act for uh, the younger population, but I do want to spent a little bit of time on updating folks on this portion when we talk about some of the changes for um, you know education benefits, things like that. Talk us through some of the changes you're seeing for the younger population. Certainly. So for student loan payment matches beginning in 2024, employers can 
match employee student loan payments with matching payments to a retirement account. This enables retirement saving among employees who may otherwise refrain as they pay off their student loan debt. And then leftover 529 plan rollovers. Beneficiaries of 529 college savings accounts can now roll over up to $35,000 over the course of their lifetime from any 529 account in their name to their Roth IRA. This helps alleviate concerns that money allocated to 529 accounts will be trapped if ultimately unused, encouraging greater savings for both education and retirement. Now, please note that these rollovers are subject to Roth IRA annual contribution limits, this year $6,500, and that the 529 account must have been open for more than 15 years. Well, that's a little, an interesting wrinkle at the end there. So they're preventing you from funding it last minute. <laughs> you need to be planning For ahead. sure. <laughs> yes. So lots of room for planning here. And as you're, as you're talking through those 529s, I think for people my age group that are planning for kids going to college, we've historically thought, well, if we fund a 529 and it isn't used, then we'll just roll it to the next child and roll it to the next child. But I think this is a really interesting provision from the standpoint of what if you've rolled it to all of your children and now you don't know what to do with it? Very interesting option. Um, Jeff, any final thoughts here that you want to share with our listeners on Secures Act and what's coming out or maybe what's to Just that there is a tr <clears throat> tremendous amount of changes. We at Synergy will be keeping an eye on any information, any clarification, any IRS rulings, et cetera, that come out and try to keep our clients updated on all these many changes because these changes do provide many benefits to our clients, whether young or old. Yeah, good point. And, and for listeners, a couple of thoughts just from my seat. This is a little bit of a shorter podcast today, more of an update podcast that we wanted to share to kind of get the word out about this Secures Act 2.0. We covered a lot of details and as an adjunct to this podcast, we also are going to post a lot of these details into our blog. If you're anything like me, when you're gathering new information, you're trying to write it down so you can remember it, rest easy. We're going to send all that information to you. If for some reason you're not receiving our blog, please reach out to us. As always, you can catch us on our website, SynergyCapitalSolutions.com. This podcast, as well as all of our content reside there. But if you want a more direct answer, or like I said, you're not accessing the podcast directly, you can reach out to us for that request at hello, H-E-L-L-O, at synergycapitalsolutions.com. Once again, for listeners, please don't hesitate to interact with us on this. This is going to be something that we're talking about for a good portion of this year, and we look forward to continue to bring you updates as we move along. We wish you a very happy 2023. Look forward to bringing you valuable content this year. And uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe and share. And with that, I wish you well. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC.
and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisors before establishing a retirement plan.